Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Starseed Radio Academy, empowering Starseed to better serve the planet. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. It's Tuesday, May 28, 2019, and I'm your host, Arielle Taylor, with my co-host for the evening, Anastasia. Lavendar is taking a much-needed rest from her busy schedule, but she has started rescheduling sessions for August and September. And we had a wonderful Soul Family Starseed reunion in Arkansas for Pleiadian lineup um, a week and a half ago. And we'd like to thank everyone who heard the call and joined us. So tonight's show is about starseed booby traps. Because of the highly sensitive nature of starseeds, there are so many things in our 3D world that are slowly making us sick. It could just be a lack of energy or insomnia, but for some of us, it could be much more serious, like brain dysfunction, heart problems, cancer, memory problems, diabetes, high blood pressure, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, and the list goes on. We live in a very toxic world, but mass media and marketing has made us complacent or incredulous. In this episode, we'll be going down the list of many things known to cause illness and undesirable side effects, along with some alternatives and solutions. For those of you with starseed children, it's your duty and responsibility to be aware of the dangers to their health and well-being that are in our everyday world. Our future depends upon the health of our children, and their health depends on your awareness of these booby traps. You can visit the health section of Starseed Hotline to see some shocking photos of what happens to your brain with electromagnetic radiation exposure of just 15 minutes. Look for the link that says must see photos on each of the first three item descriptions. And when it comes to food ingredients, drugs, alcohol, and tobacco, you have a choice whether you use it or not. With electromagnetic radiation, because it's everywhere, odorless and invisible, you don't have a choice. But you do have options to protect yourself and your family. So we'll be making suggestions about how to avoid this and other starseed booby traps. So stay tuned. At the top of the show, it's Anastasia's Starseed News, bringing topics of interest to starseeds that you won't hear in the mainstream. And we'd like to thank Kathy and Fiona for hosting the switchboard tonight for those who may have a question or comment. We have an online Starseed community at starseedhotline.ning, and it's a safe place to connect with other Starseeds thanks to Tammy's helpful dedication. You can download our shows on iTunes or right here on Blog Talk Radio. And if you'd like to show your support of our program, please just click follow on our page here and you'll get our weekly show notices if you enable those. Our main website is starseedhotline.com and the Stage 1 Starseed Confirmations are based on Lavendar's discovery of star markings and your natal astrological chart. And the Stage 2 session is a one-on-one phone session available with Anastasia or myself. And as I mentioned earlier, Lavendar is taking a much-needed rest, but she has started scheduling again for late summer and fall. And if you have a birthday coming up, 
don't miss out on your 10 hours of power. You can find out when that happens by requesting your solar return timing. And if you want the stage two interpretation of that chart, please order it at least two or three months ahead of time to make sure you get it in before your 10 hours because we do have a waiting list. So first up tonight, I would like to introduce Anastasia and her fascinating starseed news. Do -do -do -do. <laughs> Hi, Good evening, Ariel. <laughs> Great to have you back. Missed everybody. Lots of news tonight. This is going to be Tech Night, everybody. We're going to talk about technology, and that very much relates to starseed booby traps, but let's get on with it. I want to start off tonight by talking about some very impressive UFO sightings. It was reported in the New York Times. I'm going to encourage you to Google that. Look up New York Times article on Navy pilots' reports of unexplained flying objects. Uh, the pilots were crying out, wow, what is that, as they reported these UFOs in the skies interacting with Navy pilots. The strange objects, one of them was like a spinning top moving against the wind, appeared almost daily from the summer of 2014 to March 2015. We're just hearing about this, reported in the New York Times. This was high in the skies over the East Coast. Navy pilots reported to their superiors that the objects had no visible engine or infrared exhaust plumes, but that they could reach 30,000 feet at hypersonic speeds. One pilot said these things would be out there all day. Keeping an aircraft in the air requires a significant amount of energy. With the speeds that we observed, 12 hours in the air is 11 hours longer than we could expect. In late 2014, a Super Hornet pilot had a near collision with one of these objects, and an official mishap report was filed. Some of the incidents were videotaped, including one taken by a plane's camera early in 2015 that shows an object zooming over the ocean waves as pilots question what in the world they're watching. Wow, what is that, man, one said. Look at it fly. Well, no one in the Defense Department is saying that the objects were extraterrestrial, and experts emphasize that earthly explanations can generally be found for such incidents. Five Navy pilots who said in interviews with the New York Times that they saw the objects in 2014 and 2015 in training maneuvers from Virginia to Florida off the aircraft carrier Theodore Roosevelt. And these pilots make no assertions of these objects' origins. But here comes a naysayer. A senior astrophysicist at the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics said the possibility of an extraterrestrial cause is, quote, so unlikely that it competes with many other low-probability but more mundane explanations. He went on to add, There are so many other possibilities, bugs in the code for imaging and display systems, atmospheric effects and reflections, neurological overload from multiple inputs during high-speed flight, end quote. But... The objects have gotten the attention of the Navy, which earlier this year sent out new classified guidance for how to report what the military calls unexplained aerial phenomena or unidentified flying objects. A Navy spokesman said the new guidance was an update of instructions that went out after the Roosevelt incidents. He said there were a number of different reports. Some cases could have been commercial drones but, drones, but in other cases, we don't know who's doing this. We don't have enough data to track this. 
so we needed to provide updated guidance on reporting procedures for suspected intrusions into our airspace. Now, these sightings were reported to the Pentagon's shadowy, little-known organization called the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Did you guys hear about that? New York Times is reporting about it. This group analyzes the radar data. It analyzes the video footage and accounts provided by senior officers off the Roosevelt. Now, in March 2015, the Roosevelt left the coast of Florida and headed to the Persian Gulf as part of the American-led mission fighting the Islamic State in Iraq and Syria. These same pilots who were interacting with the strange objects off the East Coast were soon doing bombing missions over Iraq and Syria. Now, these incidents tapered off after they left the United States, according to the pilots. But before their departure to the Middle East in late 2014, a squadron pilot came back from a mission with a look of shock on his face, as reports go. He said, I almost hit one of those things. The pilot and his wingman were flying in tandem about 100 feet, 100 feet apart. Wow, that's really close at those feet. They were flying over the Atlantic east of Virginia Beach when something flew right between them, right past the cockpit. It looked to the pilot like a sphere encasing a cube. This incident so spooked the squadron that an aviation flight safety report was filed. This near miss, according to the pilots that were interviewed, angered the squadron and convinced them that the objects were not part of a classified drone program. Government officials would know fighter pilots were training in the area, they reasoned, and would not send drones to get in the way. It turned from a potentially classified drone program to a safety issue. It was going to be a matter of time before someone had a mid-air collision. What was strange, the pilot said, was that the video showed objects accelerating to hypersonic speed, making sudden stops and instantaneous turns, something beyond the physical limits of a human crew. You may read this entire article on the New York Times. They have just published it. Check it out. Video is included. I encourage you to check this out. Amazing. You know, they've known about this for a while, but we're just hearing about it. And um, it really shook these pilots up. All right. Well, Bayer, Bayer Company, makers of Bayer Aspirin, has been ordered to pay $2 billion in damages in its third Roundup cancer trial. People are asking, is bankruptcy on the horizon? A jury in Oakland, California, awarded more than $2 billion to a couple who charged that Bayer AG's glycophosphate-based Roundup weed killer caused their cancer. They say, how will Bayer continue to sustain such punishment without filing bankruptcy? But that's not all. Listen to this. This ruling has potentially devastating consequences for Bayer AG, which acquired Monsanto last June for $66 billion. That's how much they paid for this. Since then... Bayer's market cap has plummeted 40% and likely will continue to spiral downward after news of this third ruling gets spread around. In fact, Monsanto is named in about, catch this, 13,400 additional lawsuits by plaintiffs in the United States alone. Now, Bayer is expected uh, to appeal this jury's decision, due in part to the fact that courts usually 
uh, allow for punitive damages no more than 10 times higher than compensatory damages. That said, with three successful verdicts against Bayer that have now been established, indication is that jurors are convinced by the evidence presented against the company. Also in June of last year, an analyst at Jeffrey's LLC in London estimated that based on a class action lawsuit involving, at that time, 8,700 plaintiffs who were believed to have cancer as a result of Roundup exposure, Monsanto's liability could reach $800 billion. Obviously, with 13,400 plaintiffs on the list right now, the figure could easily reach to well over a trillion dollars of liability. Roundup. Enough said. You know, you cannot go into a hardware store anywhere in the United States of America and probably other countries in the Western world without the stench of pesticides in your nostrils. And Roundup is everywhere. In my humble opinion, this needs to be yanked off the market like (laughs) years ago. But how about today? How about if people just quit buying this junk? Anyway, that is finally getting steam. And all of the years that people have uh, known about this and have tried to bring uh, justice for it, they were ignored. And now finally... The juries are hearing these cases and saying, wow, you got to pay for this. They're getting socked big time, and they deserve it. Well, we've got some news on the, uh, on the 5G front. I want to give many, many thanks to our starseed, Sarah. She keeps me informed, and she is doing a wonderful job uh, opposing this and educating people and working so hard, bless her heart. There's only a few of these stories. We're many, many. We don't have time to cover them all this evening. So in California, uh, Ripon. Parents are upset right now about one cell tower, but they are planning on building 200 because here comes 5G to these neighborhoods. Now, parents whose children attend Weston School suspect that the cell phone tower on campus is related to seven cancer cases among students and teachers. The cases include four students diagnosed with different forms of cancer in the last three years and three teachers. In addition, the Modesto Modesto B newspaper confirmed a four-year-old boy who lives a block from the school was treated for a malignant tumor and is in remission. Another preschool-aged child living near the school has leukemia, according to his parents. Now, a Modesto family says that they have a 22-year-old family member who was a Weston student for three years who is in long-term care after surgery last year for a brain tumor. Now... The school district receives $23,484 in annual payments for the cell tower at the school and an additional $17,280 for a tower on Pine Street near Ripon High School, according to the school district. Now, the district has had several tests done saying the tower is safe and it meets federal regulations, but families aren't convinced, and so they hired an expert. One parent said, in fact, an electromagnetic radiation specialist said, and I quote, I wouldn't send my kids there at all. It is absolutely dangerous. Children are developing and their cells are still being divided. It's the worst possible time in their life to be exposed to radio frequency uh, radiation. He said it's not just a cell tower. 
It also transmits wireless frequencies. Instead of going only 300 yards like regular Wi-Fi, WiMAX can go 30 miles. We are really up against it in our lives with this kind of technology. Now, on to the state of Oregon. They have a bill, SB 283, relating to exposure to radiation in schools in Oregon, and they have declared, or they want to declare, an emergency. Oregon representatives have presented legislation that addresses the concerns regarding wireless technology. The summary of the bill is that it directs the Department of Education to prepare and make available statement that discloses the potential health risks of wireless network technology and requires public and private schools to distribute statements to employees, students, and parents or guardians of students. Some people are taking action, and get this, Congress is seeking answers on 5G health impacts, radio frequency impacts. From this year, in April 15th, this comes from the National Law Review and courtesy of Sarah. On April 15th, a congressional Democratic representative and the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee chairman wrote a letter to the FCC chairman and acting FDA commissioner inquiring about the status of the government's research into the potential health effects of radiofrequency radiation and its relation to the FCC's guidelines for safe human radiofrequency exposure levels, giving the commission's impending rollout of 5G technology. Yes, they are ready. Their sleeves are rolled up to roll it out. The congressman noted that the guidelines have not been updated since their implementation in, anybody want to guess what year? 1996. The letter asks for specific health-related studies conducted and efforts taken by the agencies to educate the public about its radio frequency 5G technological research. We shall see how that goes because, as you will soon discover, there is powerful opposition to the request for health information and the education of the public. From Providence, Rhode Island, we read that light poles and traffic lights are getting cluttered with electronic equipment, and it's expected to get worse as new wireless communication networks spread across the state of Rhode Island. One of those systems, fifth generation or 5G cell network, is quietly being pursued in cities and towns despite concerns about health risks unsightly appearances, and scant regulatory oversight. Note the words quietly being pursued. Well, the Rhode Island governor was one who championed the 5G network and still does, but the details of wireless desensification are guarded by telecom companies, while cities and towns have few options to review or get answers about the expected influx of systems even while health worries are mounting. Now, with this governor's backing, the General Assembly passed a bill during a rare session in October of 2017. The legislation fast-tracks rollouts of the 5G network by preempting local planning and zoning boards from reviewing and approving the systems. The new 5G networks enhance existing 4G networks and require the installation of higher radiation transponders and antennas. 
Now, this legislation was one of a handful of laws passed around the country, pushed by the communication companies to bypass local oversight of 5G installations. They are doing this, people. This legislation in Rhode Island outlaws municipalities from passing a moratorium on 5G systems and restricts the revenue municipalities can charge communication companies for the use of public property. According to the associate director of the New York-based advocacy group that's fighting 5G, uh, the grassroots environmental education, he said, This is completely outrageous that we have private industry using public property to make money for themselves and in the meantime exposing us all. The skeptics of 5G, and there are growing, say that these networks are a profit grab by wireless companies at the expense of health, democratic principles, and the environment. For sure. There is endless stuff going on with this. This is something that really, really, if you have an ounce of energy or strength or time, please put your back to it and get busy opposing this just like Sarah does. It's so important. You know, they thrive when we're silent. We need to resist as mightily as we can. Well, SpaceX is putting up 60 Internet satellites into space, by the way. Listen to this. Are you guys aware of this, what they're going to do in space? The SpaceX company has begun the rollout of its orbiting broadband system. A Falcon 9 rocket launched from Cape Canaveral in Florida late last week, packed with 60 satellites, is capable of giving users on the ground high-speed connections to the Internet. Now, and entrepreneur Elon Musk's firm aims to eventually loft nearly 12,000 spacecraft into space, into low-flying orbit, orbit over this planet for its so-called Starlink network. SpaceX is one of several commercial outfits with permission to fly an Internet mega-constellation. We can say bye-bye to our star-viewing. Others include the U.K.-based startup called OneWeb, which began its rollout in February with six operational uh, spacecraft. And online retailer Amazon also has ambitions in the market. It is working on a 3,200-satellite proposal known as Project Kuiper. All of these concepts envision flying spacecraft in a low-Earth orbit less than 2,000 kilometers above the planet. They're doing all of this, they say, to minimize the delay in Internet connections. You have got to be kidding me. (sighs) All right, final and last. The head of NOAA says 5G deployment could set weather forecasts back 40 years, but the wireless industry is denying it. And government agencies don't know how to proceed. So let's ask ourselves. Although, <laughs> I'll keep my funnies to myself. If This, this article presumes that weather, weather forecasting has gotten better, and I kind of contend that that is not the case. I often think they're using their satellites for things other than, than weather forecasting. But nevertheless, be that as it may, the question they're posing is, what if suddenly decades of progress in weather prediction was reversed and monster storms that we currently see coming for days are no longer foreseeable? The toll on life, property, and the economy would be enormous. 
Yet the government science agencies say such a loss in forecast accuracy could happen if the Federal Communications Commission and the United States wireless industry get their way. Now, you know, we are experiencing environmental upheaval, and we are experiencing environmental shifts. And so truly, do you really want to be in a situation where you can't see a hurricane coming or maybe a, a, a storm front that could spawn tornadoes? Just think about that. Well, as has been indicated through some of the other things I just read to you, both the FCC and the wireless industry, now the FCC, it's supposed to be for the people, but the FCC and the wireless industry are racing to deploy 5G technology, which will deliver information at speeds 100 times faster than today's mobile networks would be. But scientists have found this technology could interfere with critical satellite data used in weather forecasting, pitting the interests of science and safety against what they call a, na- a national priority of 5G seems to me a money priority. But the FCC and the government science agencies, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, and NASA have battled over this issue for several years. Both sides agree that American advancement and leadership in 5G is oh so critical. But talks break down when it comes to how much the technology might affect weather data and the acceptable level of interference. Well, last week, the acting head of NOAA told Congress that 5G interference would set the accuracy of weather forecasts back 40 years. These microwave sensors transmit important water vapor data at a frequency of 23.8 gigahertz, where they are potentially vulnerable to interference. Well, in March, the FCC auctioned off spectrum for wireless transmission in the adjacent 24 gigahertz band. The proximity of these two bands, weather forecasting and wireless transmission, could expose the water vapor data to out-of-band emissions, making them unreliable. And experts say it is undisputed that this water vapor data is necessary for weather prediction models to produce the most accurate forecast. It's a runaway train, folks. (laughs) It's a runaway train. I have a quote for you. I really like this guy. You know, he really was smart, and he did have some pretty great insight. You can't be that intelligent and be that attuned to sort of the metaphysics of physics without seeing certain things that are completely oblivious to many. And he said, I'll let you guess. Maybe you can guess it. It has become appallingly obvious that our technology has exceeded our humanity, Albert Einstein said. And he went on to say, The human spirit must prevail over technology. Right now we have the opportunity to prevail, but the opportunity is not indefinite. It is now or never. Again, if you have time and energy, put it towards activism in the right areas. We can only save ourselves. You know, we can do what we can to protect, but there's only so much of that. I think maybe we ought to think about trying to nip many of these things in the bud if we had enough people and an enormous wave of activism to bring consciousness and responsibility and sanity back into a system that has gone off the rails. Well, then that's what we should be doing. Anyway, from my heart to each one of you, 
Many blessings. Have a beautiful week, everybody. It's gorgeous. The beautiful weather's upon us and everything's flowering and we have all the reasons in the world to carry joy in our hearts because ultimately, you know, what we are inside is what counts and life is great. It's good to be alive. It's good to love each other. We are full of undifferentiated potential that we can bring new realities into being. So it's up to us. And we can do it. Nastarsi can do it. It's good to be on planet Earth with all the rest of you. I thank you all for being here with me. All right, Ariel, that's it for this week. Talk to you next week. Okay. Thanks so much for the starseed news, Anastasia. Yes, I'm sitting. I'm sitting here just about ready to pop with indignation. I know I gave you too much. I'm sorry, too much. But no. you know, you were gone too long. What can I say? It all backs up. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Night, everybody. Okay. Okay. Good night, Anastasia. Thank you. Uh, well, that just really um, dovetails into our presentation this evening about starseed booby traps. They are everywhere, and we have to be aware of them in order to continue to forge forward and bring this world into the higher, lighter 5D, <laughs> the fifth dimension, not to be confused with 5G. And I'm going to go down a list of things that maybe a lot of you already know about, but there may be some things that you didn't know. So uh, this is really um, important when you're making your choices in the world because that's really where your power resides, in your choices. So as I go down this list, if you, um, if you don't already know these things, you're slowly being poisoned. And if you're starseed, many of these um, poisons that I'm going to be talking about are more hazardous to you than other people. And these threats have been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt to be harmful to living creatures. Yet the, the truth has been denied and obscured by those who profit from them. So <laughs> the moral of the story is don't pay people to harm you. It's difficult enough to do the work you're here to do without being bombarded by physical challenges and energy drains. And the, the, this list that I'm going to go down is certainly not inclusive of everything, but it does have a, a great deal of um, helpful suggestions and solutions. So um, the first thing on the list, of course, is electromagnetic pollution. It's everywhere. You can't get away from it. It covers the globe, wherever there are cell phones, cell towers, Wi-Fi, computers, and it, it goes on to microwaves, TVs, hair dryers, anything electric really has um, uh, radio signals, satellite signals, anything that is electric creates this electromagnetic field, and it's not compatible with your body and your own energy field. So you're constantly under assault, um, even if you know better than to use a cell phone without protection. There are so many sources. So uh, electromagnetic radiation from um, electromagnetic frequencies, it's in your home, it's in your outside world, it interferes with your own bioelectric field or your life force. And, and the result can be anywhere from 
feeling tired all the time or having headaches to actually developing cancerous brain or eye tumors, especially on the, on the side of your head where you most commonly use your cell phone. And even um, if you look at any cell phone contract, look for the fine print, and it will tell you never hold it up to your head um, within a, a, a certain distance because they know, but they're not really coming out and telling us. So um, it, 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 it's like kryptonite, really, to starseeds. It, it interferes with your connection to your galactic guides, and it is 400% more damaging to your children, which are our future. And for men who wear cell phones on their belts or in their pockets, it's reducing your sperm count and irradiating your organs. Um, it irreparably damages DNA strands, and it shrinks your biofield. So it is silently robbing you of your future since the effects are cumulative. And by the time you notice you have a problem, it might be too late. And the, the bioelectric field of starseeds will be more sensitive to electromagnetic radiation. So we're strongly urging you to educate and protect yourself. And if you are actually looking at our show page on the computer, um, I posted just a few pictures from research that has been done to show the radiation depth from using a cell phone for only 15 minutes. Um, with an adult, it's, it's disturbing enough. And with a 10-year-old, it's, it's about you know, three or 400 times worse. And with a 5-year-old, it's almost the entire brain is is being affected. So if you um, if you're listening in the archives, you know later after the fact after the show is complete, um, take a look uh, on our website and you can see all the pictures of tests that have been done to what happens to your brain after only 15 minutes on a cell phone. Um, so to get to it, if you go to StarseedHotline.com. Go in uh, at, the, at the very top of the main page. There's a, a link for health, and um, you go to that section. And the first three um, items that that help you um, in combating this all have <clears throat> a link that says "Must See Photos," and that's where you can get the the whole picture about what happens to your brain um, after only 15 minutes of unprotected cell phone use. The good news is that um, there are more and more people coming out with solutions, um, especially on, on the website lessemf.com. Um, the, the owner and founder of that um, has been a guest on our show. And that website has um, scientifically proven ways to neutralize the effects of this radiation. Any product that's on their website has been thoroughly tested and proven. There's also um, a thing that's kind of new. It's, called, it's, a, it's a natural mineral called shungite. Probably a lot of you know about that. Um, but it's also called shieldite. I guess that's a, a trademark that, that someone's using for marketing this. But it absorbs and neutralizes the radiation. And then there's also um, the BioPro technology, which is now under the, the Gaia Wellness um, label. And when you're using a cell phone, if you use a headset, 
thinking that you're doing something, you know, healthy. No, it's not. Headsets make it worse because the radiation travels up the wire right into your ear. And if you're using Bluetooth or something similar, that is worse of all because it amplifies the radiation before it goes into your head. The only um, headset that is safe is called an air tube or a hollow tube headset. And it uses actually a real plastic tube. And the sound just travels up the tube and it's not amplified and that plastic tube will not transmit the radiation. It can't, it can't travel up like it would on a, a metal wire. And then there's Wi-Fi which is everywhere, and it is extremely detrimental. Even if you are not on your cell phone, if you've got Wi-Fi for your, your computer and your TV, turn it off, hardwire. I had a, an email from uh, a starseed um, who came actually on our quest and, and said that she was having severe stomach pains and, and stomach issues, and uh, I, I don't know what made her think of doing this. I can't remember right this minute, but she went and turned off the Wi-Fi in her house, and within minutes, just a few minutes, the pain in her stomach went away. And then um, I think the story goes someone else came in the house, turned the Wi-Fi back on, and she doubled back over again. So if that's not um, <laughs> clear evidence, um, and they put it, as Anastasia was saying, putting it in schools, um, we really, really have to get Wi-Fi and, uh, and computers and cell phones out of the schools. And that's, we're so grateful to Sarah because she is, she's a school teacher and she's fighting it with every ounce of energy that she has. So um, as far as the 5G is concerned, um, write to your, to your legislators. And, and talk to people in your community. So um, enough said about electromagnetics, and now we're going to talk about um, some food ingredients, namely artificial sweeteners. They're rampant. Um, anything that on in the grocery store um, shelf that says sugar-free or you know low sugar, no sugar, that that should be suspect right away. Of all the artificial sweeteners, there is aspartame, which is sold as NutraSweet and other, um, I don't think they ever put aspartame on a label anymore because they know that the public is savvy to that. Um, sucralose, which is sold as Splenda and other brands. Acylfame, which is spelled A-C-E-S-U-L, F-A-M-E, acylfame, and saccharin. So these, these are almost in everything that says it's you know, low-calorie or no-sugar um, uh, products. And of all of those, um, aspartame, which we know as NutraSweet, is possibly the worst of these. Uh, starseeds are prone to headaches anyway. Um, especially living in an electromagnetically polluted world. And, and aspartame does cause headaches, and that's just the least of the danger. It attacks the nervous system. 
It mimics multiple sclerosis and Parkinson's or other neurological diseases. It increases lymphomas, leukemia, and brain tumors in rats, even in small doses. As many as 98 different toxic side effects have been reported, including addiction to it. And without um, (laughs) ranting too much about the corruption that had to take place to legalize this poison, what we need to do now is be aware and stop using it. Read labels. The methanol in, in this artificial sweetener breaks down at 86 degrees Fahrenheit into formic acid and formaldehyde, which is embalming fluid. So <laughs> we really don't need to have that in our system. Uh, I use liquid stevia uh, for one um, sweetener. It's an herbal extract. It has no calories, no side effects, and it's totally natural. And just five drops is like a big spoon of sugar. It's great in smoothies, in baking, in teas, almost anything that you want to sweeten. And it's a must-have for diabetics. And my favorite liquid stevia is a brand called Cal, K-A-L, because it's, it's just no aftertaste whatsoever. Uh, stevia also comes in a powdered form, but it, it can have an aftertaste if they use fillers to, to keep it from caking up. And um, other sweeteners like sucralose, uh, for one, has nearly as many side effects as aspartame, but it hasn't been around as long, so we don't know the the total number. Uh, But if you go on the um, any place on the internet, you can read about the 98 reported side effects of aspartame, and um, I don't. I I, certainly I, I remember the story a little bit. When, when the aspartame was taken to the FDA and um, it was legalized and then the president of the FDA retired with like $2 million that he had been paid off with uh, for legalizing aspartame. So there is a lot of corruption from um, companies that profit from these artificial sweeteners. And actually... <laughs> Artificial sweeteners help you gain weight because it in- increases a craving um, for for carbohydrates, and um, it's just really you got to read the labels: aspartame, sucralose, acylfame, um, and saccharin. Although of all of those, saccharin is probably the least offensive. Um, but there are there's another product that I use. It's called I call it Sucanat. It's spelled S-U-C-A-N-A-T. It's a brand name. Um, But it is organic evaporated cane sugar. It's a whole sugar with all the minerals intact. So it's it's almost like taking a vitamin. It's a much healthier choice than white sugar, brown sugar, or even raw sugar because it is whole. And it is delicious. I love it. And... um, there are arguments that, that acylfame is worse than aspartame, having been shown to slow, I mean, to rapidly cause thyroid tumors in animals and possibly a carcinogen. So um, years ago, saccharin, which was originally sold as sweet and low, uh, was found to cause a malignant 
bladder tumors in mice, so the FDA required the manufacturer to put a warning on the label. And then more tests were done to prove that it wouldn't do that to humans. So I have to wonder who paid for those tests. So now the warnings have been removed, and um, those who think it's safe may find that the multi-billion dollar industry fixed the game. But of all the artificial sugars, as I said, saccharin is probably the least offensive. Aspartame and sucralose, um, I mean, they just put it, they put it in health food so that the carbs are low. <laughs> but that, that's just such a, an oxymoron it, it, to me that um, you have to read the labels. So the next one on my, on my uh, booby trap hit list is MSG monosodium glutamate. It's an excitotoxin, and, and it can aggravate many neurological disorders like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. MSG and other excitotoxins side effects can include seizures, brain cell damage, allergies, rashes, asthma attacks, headaches, and brain tumors. It's used as a flavor enhancer to do one thing, sell products. And it has an addictive quality. So you can't eat just one. I mean, have you ever seen a bag of Doritos last very long after you open it up? So it's in nearly everything you eat. Although they have to hide it now because they know that people might reject their product if they read the labels. So the FDA helped them get around that sales liability by, by not making them list constituent ingredients. So if, if I buy your hydrolyzed protein because I know you put the MSG in it, I don't have to say that on my label because I only brought, bought the, the hydrolyzed protein, and I'm not legally responsible to list another company's constituent ingredients. <clears throat> so that, that takes the responsibility um, off of you to put it on the label. And, and these... Uh, this list, you might want to write this down, and you can also find it on the Internet, um, of healthy-sounding ingredients always, always contain MSG. So hydrolyzed vegetable protein, you're getting MSG. Hydrolyzed protein, MSG. Hydrolyzed plant protein, MSG. Plant protein extract, also MSG. Sodium cassinate calcium cassinate, yeast extract. Well, that sounds healthy, doesn't it? It's got MSG in it. Textured protein, autolyzed yeast, hydrolyzed oat flour. All these things always contain MSG. And they don't have to put it on the label because the FDA um, helped them get around that. And this list um, frequently contains MSG, but maybe not always. Malt extract, bullion, broth, stock, flavoring, natural flavoring, because MSG comes from seaweed, and then after they, you know, do the uh, the mad scientist thing to it, it's kind of removed. But they can still call it natural flavoring, natural beef or chicken flavoring, likely to have MSG. Seasoning. MSG is considered a seasoning and a spice, so they can put that on there as well. And then there's always the, the clever claim, no added MSG. Well, legally, 
that only means that they didn't put any in, not that it's free of MSG. And I, I know for myself, if I if I accidentally get some MSG eating at a restaurant or someplace where there's no label to read, I know it immediately. I'll get a headache, and then I'll fall asleep like I've been drugged. So, um, But that's after the fact, and it's too late to do anything about it. Um, the next thing on our hit list is sodium nitrite or sodium nitrate. It's used as a preservative, a coloring, and flavoring in bacon, ham, hot dogs, luncheon meats, corned beef, smoked fish, and other processed meats. These additives can lead to the formation of cancer-causing chemicals called nitrosamines. Some studies have found a link between consuming cured meats and nitrite and cancer in humans. So look for products that say uncured or no nitrites. Um, I, I happened to notice um, a little a few months ago in the grocery store that even Oscar Mayer has come out, come out with an uncured, no nitrites, no nitrates, uh, bacon and, and lunch meat. So we do have some choices that we didn't have you know, 10, 15 years ago. The next thing on the hit list is aluminum. The aluminum is present in our food, our water supply, our soil, and most people suffer from some degree of aluminum toxicity. And after years of accumulated exposure and storage of this in your, in your body tissues, this poison can have results ranging from brain degeneration to skeletal deformities. And some of the dangers of aluminum toxicity um, to the nervous system uh, has a range of symptoms. It can be um, disturbed sleep, uh, insomnia, nervousness, emotional instability, memory loss, headaches, impaired intellect. It can stop the, ability, the body's ability to digest and make use of calcium, phosphorus, and fluoride. This prevents bone growth um, and reduces bone density. Aluminum can also uh, cause conditions which actually force the calcium out of the bones. Either of these situations can bring on weakness and, and deformation in the bone structure with crippling effects. The toxicity from aluminum can also uh, result in aching muscles, speech problems, anemia, digestive problems, lowered liver function, colic, and impaired kidney function. And there are so many sources of aluminum that um, you have to be aware of. Buffered aspirin has aluminum in it. Um, diarrhea and hemorrhoid medicines can contain aluminum. Antacids can contain as much as 200 milligrams. Antiperspirants and douches, you know, find just plain old deodorant. The antiperspirants have aluminum, so you're getting a daily dose. Um, cooking in aluminum pots, using aluminum foil, drinking out of aluminum beverage cans. Um, this is extremely toxic and acidic because, I mean, if you drink, you know, Coke or Pepsi or some, um, uh, you know, soda soft drink in an aluminum can, that liquid itself is so acidic that it leaches the aluminum into it. 
and then you just drink it right down. And that that acid, I, I had done some research um, years ago about kidneys and um, and this this acid because you know you want to keep the body more alkaline. And I read that if you drink one 12 ounce can of of soda you'd have to drink 38 cups of water to rebalance your pH it's that acidic um, stainless steel cookware can also have aluminum in it um, aluminum salts sodium aluminum phosphates alum is a form of aluminum, aluminum sulfate that's used in pickling solution to firm up the cucumbers for pickles so yeah who would think just because you're having a pickle <laughs> that you're getting a dose of aluminum so every time you use antiperspirant you drink from a can you cook your food or take an aspirin you're accumulating more and it has devastating effects and most of the medical community um, don't track it like that so it could be, you know, a mysterious ailment that nobody can figure out. So take a look at your environment and see if you're being exposed to um, all these different sources of aluminum. Mercury, another really bad, toxic, heavy metal, is um, it's in it's in seafood because we have polluted our oceans, and um, and generally, you know, the larger the fish the more mercury it's going to have because it's been um, in the waters longer. Uh, so seafood, uh, fish oils, um, if you take fish oil supplement or krill oil, make sure you look on the label to see that it has been um, purified of mercury. So that here you think you're taking your krill oil and doing your body a favor. If it's, if it's tainted with mercury, you're not. So it's really important to to be proactive. And also um mercury and and um and possibly aluminum, but definitely mercury has been linked to ALS, uh, Lou Gehrig's disease and other neurodegenerative diseases. And um I I read a report uh, about mercury where some scientists had excavated or, I guess, exhumed um, a skull that was really, really old. I mean, maybe like a, from they first started doing mercury amalgam fillings in teeth. And even after, you know, how many decades this, this person had been dead and they were examining the, the skeletal remains, the mercury, mercury was still emanating this um, heavy metal so it, it, does, it doesn't ever stop. So there are many approaches to um, purging yourself of these heavy metals. And in my own personal experience, one of the best things is um, effervescent N-acetylcysteine. It's, it's an amino acid derivative, and um, it's natural. And N-acetylcysteine will pull those heavy metals out of your body. Um, although I do recommend going at it very slowly because you don't want to flush them all out at one time because then that could set up a healing crisis. Uh, but you can find effervescent and acetylcysteine online 
and it's much um, superior to the N-acetylcysteine that is sold in America. So um, because it has to be prepared in the absence of air. So the effervescent N-acetylcysteine is the most potent, powerful, and, and the purest um, form that you can get that. So, um, and there are other ways to chelate um, of heavy metals, but this is, this is the one that I very firmly believe in. Another thing you might not think of is tanning beds. Uh, many people are aware of the dangers of UVA and UVB radiation in relation to skin cancers, but what about the radiation and your electromagnetic field? There aren't any medical tests that I can quote you that show that tanning beds affect star seeds more than others, but from those of us who can see the auric changes in our brothers and sisters, this is eyewitness testimony, and it, it interferes with the way you're supposed to be functioning. So um, it's, it's like moving your radio tuner just a little bit off the station so the reception is kind of fuzzy. So keep in mind that um, tanning beds are not good for star seeds. And this next one, this is a big one because it is, it is rampant. Microwave oven usage. Microwaves get you in two ways. First of all, it emits really strong electromagnetic radiation, and it is detrimentally altering your food. And there have been very few scientific studies done on the effect of eating microwaved food. And it's rather surprising when you think about the fact that um, microwaves have only been with us, you know, for what, you know, maybe 30 years. And in that time, um, the incidence of many diseases has continued to increase. And, um, you know, I recently bought a, an EMF meter because I wanted to see what was in my home. And I've got um, a microwave that's in my closet. I stopped using it 10, 20 years ago. But I just wanted to see because I had my new meter. It was, I wanted to see, okay, what's this going to do? I turned on the microwave, and, and I walked into the next room, and the meter was still pegged all over into the red zone. Any place I went in my house, it was still affecting the entire house, just from this little tiny microwave oven. So that was a real eye-opener. Um, but going back to, to the beginning, there were two researchers named Blanc and Hertel, who confirmed that microwave cooking significantly changes food nutrients. And Hertel had previously worked as a food scientist for several, several years with one of the major Swiss food companies. And he was fired from his job for questioning their procedures in processing food because it, they denatured it. And then he got together with Blanc, of the Swiss Federal Institute of Biochemistry and the University for the Institute for Biochemistry, and they studied the effect that microwave food had on eight individuals by taking blood samples immediately after eating. And they found that after eating microwave food, hemoglobin levels decreased, and these results show anemic tendencies. And then the situation became even more pronounced during the second month of the study. And it makes me wonder if this is why so many people are tired all the time. 
I mean, between microwave food and um, and electromagnetic radiation from the cell towers, it's no wonder <laughs> that we're tired all the time. So there's no telling what kind of results they would have found if they had studied for at least a year. And the violent change that microwaving causes to the food molecules uh, forms new life forms called radiolytic compounds. And these are mutations that are unknown in the natural world. And ordinary cooking can also cause some radiolytic compounds, which is um, no doubt why it's better to eat plenty of raw food. But microwave cooking causes a much greater number. And then this causes deterioration in your blood and immune system. Lymphocytes, which are white blood cells, also showed a more distinct short-term decrease following the intake of microwaved food than after um, the intake of all the other variants. Another change was a decrease in the ratio of HDL, which is your good cholesterol, and LDL, which is the bad cholesterol. And it makes me wonder if this is why so many people have to take drugs today for high cholesterol. And each of these indicators is pointing to degeneration. So the results were published in the search for health in the spring of 92. And how was this, how was this research greeted? A powerful trade organization, the Swiss Association of Dealers for Electro Apparatuses for Households and Industry, um, somehow um, made the president of the court of Seftigen issue a gag order. Hertel and Blanc were told that if they published their findings, they would face hefty fines for up to or up to a year in prison. So in response to this, uh, Blanc recanted his findings. Hertel, on the other hand, went on a lecture tour and demanded a jury trial. So finally, in 1998, the court gag order was removed. And in a judgment delivered at the Strasbourg um, on 25th of August of 98, in the case of Hertel versus Switzerland, the European Court of Human Rights held that there had been a violation of Hertel's rights in the 1993 decision. And the court decided that the gag order prohibited him from declaring that microwave food is dangerous to health was contrary to the right to freedom of expression. So it's not like they were validating him. They just said that he had the right to say what he wanted to say. So he was awarded um, 40,000 francs, uh, which I don't think is all that much money considering. And, and after World War II, the Russians also experimented with microwave ovens. From 1957 up to just recently, the research had been carried out at the Institute of Radio Technology at Klinsk. And according to the researcher um, William Kopp, gathered a lot of the German and Russian research and was the following effects were observed by the Russian forensic teams. Heating prepared meats in a microwave sufficient for human consumption created uh, a very long chemical word, nitro um, so diethanolalamine. <laughs> it's a well-known cancer-causing agent that was created from meat in a microwave. Uh, destabilization of the active protein biomolecular compounds, creating a binding effect 
to uh, radioactivity in the atmosphere. You know, this list goes on and on. There's there's like nine, um, ten things that they that they stated that microwaving food um, did that was bad for you. So I, I don't think I'm going to go through this this whole list because I I don't want you all to fall asleep and get scared. But um, it also um, I will tell you this story though. Uh, I, I read a, um, an article about a a high school science fair where um, one of the students did a test with um, seedlings and microwaved water. She had one seedling that she just used regular, um, you know, tap water with, and the other seedling she would microwave the water first and then let it cool and then watered it the other seedling and the pictures were just mind-boggling after you know a, a few months the plant that just had regular water looked like you would expect a healthy young plant to look and the one that had had only microwave water it was tiny weak um, not as many leaves it looked sick so get rid of the microwave you know use your stove and um don't put your don't put your food in a microwave and if you go to a restaurant um remember that they use microwaves um to heat up the food if it got cold while it was waiting to come to you another huge thing um which we've covered a lot on this show is genetically modified organism food gmos go for organic food um the closer it is to natural the better it is for you and those genetically modified things um any more unless it says non-gmo or organic anything that's got grain in it you know you're getting gmos it's it's widespread and another thing is fluoride they put it in toothpaste and fluoride will um calcify your pineal gland and that's the seat of your soul your third eye, your intuition, your psychic ability comes through your pineal gland. So if you're using a fluoridated toothpaste or in tap water's got fluoride in it. So don't drink tap water either. Get spring water. I call it water that's never been peed in because once the municipal uh, water treatment plants take the raw sewage and they run it through the, the chlorine and other um, processes, they don't get the trace pharmaceuticals out. So if you're drinking tap water, you're getting a cocktail of every pharmaceutical that everyone in your town is taking. Um, I mean, it's their trace levels, but, I mean, who wants that? So for your drinking water, use, use spring water. It's virgin water. And there is non, um, non-fluoride toothpaste, uh, you can find it online. A lot of grocery stores are carrying it now. Another thing is the LED lights that they're using to replace the old-fashioned incandescent lights. They emit radiation. It's not healthy for the human energy field. So when you find the old-fashioned light bulbs that aren't those, you know, the curly Q or the LED lights, if you find anything that's the old-fashioned, stock up. Um, because they're going to be phased out. 
Uh, another thing is pesticides. They, I mean, that ties in with what with Anastasia was talking about um, um, Bayer and Monsanto and the, you know, the billions of lawsuits against uh, pesticides and and co- country yeah companies that that sell it. But there is a pesticide that um, that I've found that is all natural. It's um, it's called cedarside. And it's it's based on it's cedar, it's cedar oil, and um, and it's suspended in a um, uh, some kind of a, a silica solution, and it will kill everything except ladybugs and bees, uh, the beneficial in, uh, insects. So um, check that out, and it smells good too. <laughs> so um, there are many alternatives. To, to what is being sold and marketed. And remember that if you hear it on TV, it doesn't mean it's true. When they tell you that something is good for you, question it. Question everything and read labels. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't put anything in my grocery cart if I did not read the label. Um, and then once I get my brands, it's like, okay, this is the one I use because I know it's clean. But you got to be careful with all the um, the aliases that they allow. When I say they, I mean the FDA, which has, in my opinion, been bought and paid for by the big pharmaceutical companies and the big chemical companies. Um, but you can find these these aliases for MSG online. And let me just mention anything that's like hydrolyzed autolyzed um, yeast extract, and it's going to have MSG. And even if the box says no added MSG, it's a trick. That just means that they didn't put it in there. So read labels, especially if you've got starseed children. Turn off the Wi-Fi in your house. Do not give a cell phone. In my opinion, it should be illegal for um, children under 16 because their skulls are not uh, fully developed. The, the child's skull is um, not thick enough to defend them from cell phones. And you know, when, I, when I get behind a school bus and I see the kids getting off the, the, the school bus and every single one of them has a cell phone in their hands, it just it makes me almost cry because this, these children are the jewels of our future, and we have to protect them. And cell phones are not going to go away, but there's things that you can do. You get them uh, some shungite or um, check out the, 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 um, those air tube, hollow tube headsets. Um, and also, if you've got crystals, never put crystals in an area where there's electromagnetic radiation because they will amplify it. I can't tell you how many people I've, I've had sessions with that I say, do you have crystals? Oh, yeah, I've got them all around my computer thinking that it's protecting them and it's making it worse. So um, keep that in mind that crystals will not protect you. They amplify. They magnify. So keep them away from your computer, away from your cell phone. And never, ever, ever 
ever carry a cell phone on your body. If it's going to be on, if you're going to have it with you, keep it as far away from you as you can, you know, at least six feet to protect yourself and, and have a talk with your kids about being responsible and the dangers of cell phones because the children are 400 times more vulnerable than you are. So it is your, your duty as a parent to protect your children, no matter how much they cry, <laughs> because they want the cell phone. Um, uh, I mean, I've seen four-year-olds with cell phones in their hands, and it's, it's all I can do not to run up and just take it away. So be proactive and, and help your other starseed friends and parents um, wake up about cell phones because they are not only emitting radiation, but if you're familiar with, with systems like HARP and, and the um, electro um, system, the technologies that they use for mind control, they can beam that through a cell phone tower. There's a frequency for fear, for anger, for depression, and they just keep beaming through the cell phones these frequencies, and people are depressed, and then they go to the doctor and they want antidepressant medicine, which is only going to deepen the vicious cycle. So keep in mind that while a cell phone is convenient and, and really, you know, let's say essential at certain times, it's not your friend. And you can be derailed, your mission can be usurped um, and canceled just from picking up the cell phone at a crucial moment and having this energy come through and it can wipe your brain out and you can't concentrate. So I am going to um, get off the soapbox here now and encourage you all to um, check out the um, section of our website where there are um, a, lot of, a lot of good health products and um, some pictures that will help you educate people that might not believe you. So with that, um, I'm going to wrap it up. And I, well, I guess I didn't, I didn't actually ask if anyone had any questions. So um, let me just put that out there. If you have any questions about anything I've been talking about, uh, now's your chance. Um, if you're already on the switchboard, just press 1 so that we know you uh, want to come on the air. And um, if you're listening on the computer, then you'll need to pick up the phone and dial 917-889-8292. And then once you're in, press 1. So um, oh, I can see we've already got some callers with questions. So as soon as... Um, our producers, uh, Kathy and Fiona, uh, talk with them. Then they'll come on the air and uh, see if I can help answer some questions. Uh, one more thing I want to mention, um, and this was referring to a guest we had on our show uh, several weeks ago um, named Nicholas Pearson, who is a mineralogist and a, and a gem gemologist, very knowledgeable about stones and crystals. And I asked him about shungite, and, and he did confirm that it is very effective at uh, neutralizing radiation. But he also pointed out that 
real shungite uh, can be expensive. So consequently, there are a lot of companies doing kind of like knockoff imitation. They're calling it shungite, but the price is so low that uh, people are getting it and they're, they're kind of being uh, led astray. So do your research. Um, there is actually um, a, a website. Oh, oh, we have Sarah, <laughs> the Sarah that we've been talking about. She wants to um, make a comment here. So let me pick up that line. Hey, Sarah. Hey, um, I'm so excited about today's program. Um, wow. Um, I just want to just do a shout out to Anastasia. And I mean, I loved how she conveyed all that serious information with such lightness. And, you know, I loved what she said about the runaway train and how our technology has exceeded our humanity. That quote yeah. from Einstein. I'm so um, yeah. thankful. <laughs> and yeah. thank you. That's more, more relevant now than ever. Oh, very much. And thank you, Anastasia, for talking about Ripon Elementary. I actually met the parents of the children there, um, and they've been fighting this for, um, two of the parents have been fighting this for a really long time, and the tower was removed, and that um, article went global and got picked up by Newsweek, CBS News, and um, as a result, there have been other schools around the country who have demanded cell towers being removed from their campus. Oh, 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 I got chills when you said that. Wow. Yeah. Good so, work. So it's, it's been so exciting, and I wanted just the reason um, I wanted to, um, let's see, I'm trying to find my emails because I'm on, um, oh, here it is. So there's going to be a conference. It's um, a world conference in September 6th through 8th. It's the first conference of its kind, and it'll be in Santa Cruz, California, and all the world scientists are going to be there. And so um, there's um, early bird pricing right now, so it's it's a couple of days. Um, so I believe um, C.C. Doucette's going to be there, um, Deborah Davis, Theodore Scarato, um Ali Johansson, all, all, all the big people, Victoria Dunkley, and Victoria Dunkley is, is so amazing. She's... She talks about electronic screen syndrome and how some parents are um, prescribing medication to their children, uh, misdiagnosing them with bipolar and ADHD when it's really electronic screen syndrome. And then the medication that is given to them, it doesn't work on the kids. And so she's, like, doing groundbreaking work. So I really invite um, sorry, parents to check out Victoria Dunkley. And also, I wanted a shout-out about Environmental Health Trust. It's um, a website which is so amazing. It's an incredible resource. So, um, I mean, like I just actually went to one page, and they talk about ridiculous um, items for children, like tech toys, which like are smart diapers or Google Smart Crib. Um, I mean, there's just um, a, an iPod, iPad holder. Oh my so, God! Yes. Oh um, my God. I, I mean, I know it's not funny, but the audacity. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, and I'm looking at this from from the starseed perspective. The kids that are born after 2000, they're the ones that are going to lead this world into the new reality, into the golden age, unless they're too sick. 
Mm-hmm. So let's just go ahead and, and attack the children in the crib. Oh, that just. <laughs> it's not just the crib. There's, I believe, yeah. um, there's a Wi-Fi pregnancy. Um, there's a tampon, a Bluetooth tampon. <sighs> there's oh um, 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 Wi-Fi menstrual thing to track your periods. Um, yeah, I'm just, it oh. when I saw this, it wasn't, didn't have as many stuff. Now it has a lot more stuff than last time. Um, oh, God. It's lunacy. It's unbridled lunacy. Um, and, and, and irresponsibility. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Atlantis all over again. And we have, you know, so thank you so much for telling us. Once again, the, the, the did you say Victoria Dunkerley? Dunkley, yeah. So Dr. Victoria Dunkley, she's with um, Physicians for Safe Technology. That's a great website too. So I'm um, a shout and out to your spell, listeners. Um, how do you spell Dunkley? Oh, I think it's gosh, that's so bad. D U N C K L E Y. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent on that. Um, and she does electronic screen syndrome. And that one, there's like that topic. Usually. I, you can't really debate that one. Usually the other stuff, people are, you know, very a lot of non-believers on that. But with electronic screen syndrome, that's pretty obvious. You know, the blue light, and um, it's a, de- a dysregulation of um, the brain function from excessive um, screen time. And parents sometimes say, oh, okay, we're going to limit, like, passive screen time, which is watching movies. But then when it comes to... Um, active screen time, which is video games. They think that's educational, and I think it's good for kids. And it actually has, it's not so good. It dysregulates the brain, especially for some children, um, which is a misconception for parents. Hmm. Yeah, so she talks about that. Well, thank you so much for bringing this information. And um, everybody, you know, especially if you're in that area, um, because this is a, a physical um, a seminar kind of thing. It's not a webinar. It's not a webinar. They actually, it's actually, the the conference comes with um, housing. Um, so, okay. Yeah, so people are going to be coming to that conference from around the world. Um, but this um, movement is definitely nationwide and worldwide. Um, as you know, um, yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for your dedication, for for the um, the knowledge and the research. And, I mean, you've really done your homework and, and are able to speak to people with a great deal of um, authority because you've been, you've been on the front lines with this. And we so appreciate you. And thank you so much for calling in. And um, giving this information because if you are in that area, you said it's Santa Cruz. It's um, it's Santa Cruz, yeah. Uh, okay, so if you live stuff. anywhere near there, or if you want to even fly there, mm-hmm. um, go online and, and and check it. Is there a name for this conference that they could look um, up? Yeah, let me look. Hold on a second. Um, I think it is called. Um, EMFC. Um, I, geez, I got an email with this. So, 
I'm looking. EMFC 2019, um, Growing Awareness on the Impact of EMF Exposure from Today's Wireless Tech. And I believe it's sponsored by Multiversity. Um, yeah, 1440 Multiversity. Um, so it's called EMFC. And the speakers um, are also Erica Mallory Bliss. Um, as well, there's like so many. It's pretty worldwide. So yeah, take sounds like it's going to be an all an all star lineup. So um, if you've got children and, and you want to step up, um, g- go find that that conference and participate. Right. So Sarah, right. thank you so much for calling in. It's always thank good to hear you. from you. Thank you so much. And thanks much. for sending stuff. Thanks for sending the stuff that you send to me and Anastasia, as well, because it, it keeps us abreast uh, uh, on what's happening with this, especially with 5G. Thank so, you, and I'm so, so thankful. Again. I'm so thankful, and I've learned so much about the other booby traps. Those were so important to know. I was taking notes. <laughs> oh, good. Good, yeah, and I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that um, that list in our vault, and, and it'll say you know starseed booby traps. So um, if you want to go back down and and uh, you know copy it, paste it, download it, um, it'll be there for everyone, and it's just really really important. We've got to be proactive for our own health because um, our 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 government and our our industries are not doing it for us. They're actually one, working against us. So one, one of the recommendations I have to your viewers is the Environmental Working Group has a really great database for safe products, and they give them ratings from A to F on products can, that contain contaminants. It's called Environmental Working Group Database. They have one for um, products called EWG Verified, and they also have a database for water, safe water, so you can t- put in your zip code and you can see um, what is in your water, whether it exceeds um, national allowable limits or whether it doesn't. So if you're in California, you will have um, hexavalent chromium, which has been grandfathered in to be too high of a level in some communities, for example. Oh, <laughs> that was the the Aaron Brockovich movie right. thing, yeah. yeah. So yeah, now they're they, just now it's just grandfathered in that it's okay that it's there. Um, yeah, that's what I heard from um, EWG. Oh gosh, um, they actually yeah. did a presentation well, that, on that. Yeah. So environmental working group. It's working uh, group. Yeah. So yeah, check out that website. That sounds like a great resource. It's so really helpful. So, yeah, yeah, that's good to know. Well, thank you so much. Um, I've got another caller that I'm going to pick up next. But awesome. big hugs to you, Sarah. We love you. Big hugs. I love you guys back. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye, Bye. sweetie. Okay, so um, now I'm going to pick up this microphone, uh, open this microphone for Troy. Just hang on a second. Okay. Hello. Hi, Troy. You're Hello. on the air. What nice can I? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. So, um, your question is how, how the best way to explain? I mean, like if you wanted to tell someone else, 
Right, because, you know, I'm in the school system and, you know, the kids complain that I'm always yelling at them, you know, telling them to put their phones away, which I do. But at the same time, it's like when you was explaining all of the um, different dangers and side effects of constant cell phone use, that's the message that I want to get through to them, you know what I mean, in a way that they could uh, understand without me, you know. Mentioning all the star sea stuff, cause you know. Well, yeah, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? I think the best thing that you could do um, would be to have a picture, because words, you know, I mean, kids would just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know anything, and they think mm-hmm. they know it all. <laughs> but there have been um, medical tests done. Remember that old commercial, like, you know, this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs, and they show the egg right. frying in the pan? <laughs> well, it should be, this is your brain, and this is your brain um, on a cell phone, because it is cooking your brain. The thing heats up. Right. But, um, and I just put a few pictures on, on the slideshow that, that comes along with our, our podcast, um, but if you're not... If you're if you're just calling in on the phone, or if you're listening in the archives, or from um, mm-hmm. from iTunes, you might not see that. But um, if you go to our website, StarseedHotline.com, and on the um, well, the first page you click Enter, and then you're you're in <laughs> our world. Um, at the top, there's a, there's a, a link that says uh, Treasures, and there's a drop-down menu, and go to the Health section. And so when you click on that, you'll get to the health section. And in the health section, the very first thing um, is a um, is a uh, we put up products on there that we don't we don't sell. They're just links uh, to products that we are recommending that we trust. Mm-hmm. So the very first thing that there is is a a chip that you put on your cell phone to um, to de- you know diminish the the, the harm. But there's a right in that part. There's a link that says "Must See Photos," and the first three things that we have listed all have that link. So if you click on "Must See Photo Photos," you'll see pictures of a normal brain, um, like infrared, and then there's a picture of a brain that has had 15 minutes or maybe even 10 on a cell phone, and the difference—it's visual. And if you use those pictures, I mean, you are welcome to download anything, um, you know, any of the graphics on that page and and just frame them, put them up in the classroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm going to definitely put that on full display. Yeah, and there's, I mean, and the pictures that I chose just for this for this podcast, it was a picture of the, the depth that the radiation will reach in an adult brain and then the depth it reaches in a 10-year-old brain, and then the depth in a 5-year-old brain, and it is shocking. And after I saw those pictures, um, like I said, a picture is a thousand words. So you don't have to say anything. You just, just hang up the pictures. <laughs> and, yeah, I definitely and, need to uh, find them pictures right now. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you're welcome to download if you want to blow them up or frame them or make posters, whatever. If it helps the kids, um, there it's a it's a resource at your disposal. Um, and also, 
you know, if you were if you were trying to explain it, how old are your your students? Uh, nine nine through fifteen. Nine through fifteen. Okay, it's really it's I mean not until a child is sixteen has their brain has their skull reached full um, development, and and that gives them some protection more so than the younger kids. Um, but if you wanted to just make an analogy, um, let's see if we could think of something that's really icky um, that pe- that kids would <laughs> never want to eat. Um, uh, let me see. Well, it's like, 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 say, like, like, uh, rat poison. <laughs> it's like if you took one speck of rat poison. Oh, well, that's not a good one because that's that is lethal. I mean, something that kids would not want um, to eat because, but if you ate a little bit of it every day, you think you're getting away with it. Um, right. And you're not because it, it it's accumulative, and you know my. My the analogy section in my brain doesn't seem to be online right now, um, yeah, so I'm trying to either. think of some, trying to think of something that kids um, wouldn't like um, to eat a little bit of every day. Uh, kids don't like spinach like that. Yeah, but if they ate a little bit every day, that'd be good for them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so let's see. Let me let me just. Ask for some help here. Come on, guys. Tell me what. <laughs> I get your point, okay. though. Okay. You know? If there was, if there was a, a pill, if there was a little, like a, a little, a little pill that would, um, a little sugar cube. Let's call it a sugar cube. Mm-hmm. If you ate just one, you think, well, that didn't hurt me. But if you ate a sugar pill, I mean, a sugar cube. 20 times a day, day in and oh, day yeah. out. Oh yeah. Before you know it, you'd be you'd be fat. Right. You know, your teeth would rot. That they might be able to understand if you eat just cuz kids are real body conscious. Um so it's like, you know, if you ate one That's sugar a good cube a day. You know, I ain't going to lie, man. I could use that. I could build Can, can you work that. with that? <laughs> okay. I could build off of that right there. I like that right there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give them the pictures. That's the that's the that's the real the big one. Let them just let them see the pictures, and they'll never be able to forget that they saw them. You know, they can forget what you tell them, but that picture is it'll burn into their memory, <laughs> and they'll never forget what your brain looks like on a cell phone. And uh, and yeah. So eating uh, eating one sugar cube a day, yeah, you think it's not going to hurt you. Right, and you but think you he got away with it? Thirty of them, man. The side effects is going to be horrendous. Yeah, and then before you know it, you'll have you know um, tooth decay, and and you'll be overweight. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but it's it, it's the thing. It, the thing about cell phones is that the radiation is invisible. You can't see it. You can't smell it. You right, can't taste it. Right. You you know, I mean, there are star seeds who you know if you if I mean, the first time I held a cell phone in my hand, my arm started to vibrate. And I thought, whoa. But not everybody is like that. Um, you use a cell phone, and and you think, oh, well, that didn't hurt me. But every day it's a drop, and then a drop, and then a drop. And then when the by the time the bucket's overflowing, 
it's too late to turn it around. So yeah, yeah, you know, I could definitely attest to that. That's why I got to yeah. keep my cell phone at least, you know, 10, 10 15 feet away. Because if it's too near me while I'm trying to go to sleep, I'll get insomnia. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I know someone who has had just just a typical um, lifelong kind of bad sleeper. Not lifelong, but in the in recent decades. And you just think, well, that's, you know, it's it's this, it's that. You, I mean, something I ate. It's And, you know, especially starseeds, they think, oh, you know, well, you know, I was up on the ship all night. But, yeah. True. Um, we, put, we put some, um, I mean, I made a recommendation for, for one of these little um, pendants. And, and she slept the whole night through for the first time. So mm. that's. You know, there's so many things that people think, you know, they they got little ailments. And they think, well, you know, it's this or it's that. And you just, you got to put two and two together. Like the lady that didn't know what was wrong with her stomach. And she turned off the Wi-Fi and the pain went away. And then her, her, you know, roommate comes in and turns the Wi-Fi back on and she doubled over right away. Like someone stabbed her with a knife. So here, you know, you might think, oh, I must be have, a, I must be getting ulcers, or you know, I must have something wrong with my. It, no, it's external. It's coming to you. Take the external thing away. Your body will heal itself um, if you haven't been, you know, exposed f- for 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 decades. Because it really takes 10 to 15 years, for the most part, for the for the brain tumors to form, and that's that's mm. how the wireless companies getting away with it. And it's like, well, there's so many things in the world that could cause a brain tumor that you can't blame that on us. Hmm. Well, Damn. you know, I'm 5G. I just, I just um, read an article and watched a YouTube video about a former TSA employee um, who said that she worked for only like two or three months with the TSA, and her job was right next to that, that scanning booth that they came up with. Right. That's 5G technology. Millimeter 5G technology. She stood next to it for two or three months, and she had stage four cancer. And she was perfectly fine before. So, and then studies are starting to be done that that TSA employees are 400 times more likely to get cancer because they are working in that environment. So, yeah. That's see now that kind of brought me back to 9/11 and Ground Zero. When they said uh-huh. that the workers could go down there and clean up the debris and saying that the air was safe, but really the uh-huh. air wasn't safe. And then years later, damn near half of them people was dying from cancer because they were inhaling all that that toxic um, smoke from the debris. Like, it kind of just brought me back to that. But, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's crazy. It's called psychological warfare. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. But so that's I mean, it's just the reason my point for tonight is you have everybody has got to take personal responsibility for um, researching these things and making changes um, and, and don't rely on mainstream information, media, governmental agencies, because number, either they don't know or they don't want to say <laughs> that they know. That's true. Um, and so we have got to be proactive, and especially you know people that have children or like you working with children, 
um, I, I think I, I really want to commend you for calling in to find out how you could help them um, because, you know, right, kids because only listen. The first thing they do is pull out their phone. Like, like they'll be quick to pull out their phone. It's just, you know, it's like second nature to them now. You know what I mean? It's almost like a reflex. Oh, <laughs> of course. Yeah. I mean, I have a niece, and her life is her phone. I mean, I went to visit, and just having a conversation, it's like, oh, yeah, what was that song? Look, oh, right there. She's on the phone, and she's got it looked up. Oh, it was. It, this was the song. It, it's, it's, an, mm-hmm. it's another appendage. And, boy, I almost cried. Um, because, because, like I said, these these kids are going to be uh, leading us to a, a much better world if they're healthy enough to do that. It's their mission, and they're and they're being um, victimized. And the thing is that yep. someone is, and they're paying. Their parents are paying money to have their children made sick by paying for the cell phone. Paying top dollar too, paying like eight hundred dollars for a phone. Yeah, yeah. So when the kids get sick, um, it'll be too late to to change your mind. But congratulations to you for trying to address this in the classroom. And you know, I mean, I'd make them turn it off if they walk into my classroom. Those phones better be turned off. Exactly. You know, see them back there. You know, texting and not paying attention. That's your for when they're in your classroom. That's your forty-five minutes, not theirs. You have got to get your message across. So go ahead and download those things from our website. And uh, any other teachers that are listening, you're welcome to do the same thing, because those pictures speak volumes. And you don't All have right. to. I, I definitely appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, and if you have trouble finding it on the website, you can always email me. Um, just Ariel at Star What's the name of the website again? Starseedhotline.com. Hotline.com. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's our website, and, and this is our radio show. So they go hand in hand. But you go to starseedhotline.com, look in the health section, and on the very first item in the health section, look for the must see photo link, and that's where you're going to find everything. And if you have trouble, let me know, and I'll, I'll, I'll get it to you. All right. Thank you. Okay, sweetie. Thanks so much for calling in, Troy. All right. Good night. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, that is it for us this evening. And uh, I do hope that you have learned some very helpful things and that you can pass on to your family, friends, and children. So we will be back uh, next week. And until then, take care of yourselves, take care of your health, and you can step into into 5D. (laughs) You can step into the fifth dimensional energy just by choosing compassion and kindness and understanding. These are choices. And find this in every day. Good night, everyone. been listening to Starseed Radio Academy. Visit our website at www.starseedhotline.com.